You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be starting a four-part series around social selling. You may not even understand what social selling is, but I will break it all down for you, so don't worry, but basically it's all about how to effectively use your social platforms to serve, to sell, and to prosper. So today in day one, we are going to be dealing with the art of social selling. And all of this content came out of a challenge that I did in my social selling success society. So if you are somebody who is trying to use your online platforms in order to build your business, sell your product or your service to inspire people to build a brand, nonprofit, anything like that, this can support you and you could look for my Facebook group, Social Selling Success Society. I am just giving pure value there. There's no cost. It's completely free. And so would love for you to join us. Anyway, I would like to get into the art of social selling so that you can learn how to reap the benefits of having a strong social presence. And what you will learn is how you can do that in a way that would peak interest and bring customers without bothering people and the steps that you need to take to build an online reputation that magnetizes ideal customers and it makes your selling so much easier and you can do it from your home and we love being able to make money from our home right Make sure that you look for the link that I have placed for the mentoring worksheets that go along with this training. They on their own are fabulous. If I do say so myself, I've put so much great information all in one place so that you can really apply these things and you can relook at them. It also asks you mentoring questions and helps you to really put these things into action for yourself. So look for that link below for you to get that PDF. There's an online fillable one and a printable one. Very important to take what we learn and put it to action. And I want you to have this as my gift to you. And if for any reason you can't find that link or have any trouble, you can always email me at inspiringyourshine at gmail.com and I will get it to you directly. Okay, so let's get into this. So first of all, what I want to point out is that there has been a shift in the way that people are being sold to. The old model is where you had to meet people in person, you had to do a lot of sales presentations in person, you had to really go through cold contacting and people that you didn't know at all and it was really uncomfortable and then that produced hopefully some quality leads out of that, a warm audience if you will, so that you could then sell to them. And basically that model has flip-flopped a little bit, mostly because we no longer have to do everything in person, which is fantastic because we can duplicate our efforts. And of course, it opens us up to the world when we're doing things online. But when the online channels and the social platforms first came on and people started selling on them, people were doing it really wrong. And 
We've learned a lot over the past eight or 10 years from the time that, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all of these platforms became available to us. And we want to primarily remember from the beginning that these platforms are primarily for social, but they can be utilized for selling as well. That's why we're calling it social selling. But there are rules that we need to apply. So the new model is that we can use our social platforms to inform and inspire people and build ourselves up as an expert, nurture and engage them. And then eventually we have a warm audience that when we do have an offer, they are willing to take it because they know, like, and trust us. So that is the whole point that I'm going to be teaching you things of how to do that and the art of doing that today. So the benefit of taking the time to build your online presence is that, first of all, it compounds and duplicates your efforts. So you make one post, do one live video, one YouTube video, whatever it may be on your social platform, a story on Instagram, and that can continue to work for you. Some platforms will be more effective for longer and some are more in the moment, but what I want you to realize is how much that can compound your efforts because it doesn't have to be live in the moment where you are meeting somebody anymore because somebody can come across it at a later time when it's at their convenience to ingest it. So that is a really great benefit for us. The other thing is that you have these social platforms that are free that you can build a personal brand and you can Put yourself and place yourself as an expert. You can give value-led information to people and inspire people and build an audience for free. It's absolutely incredible. And there's other tactics, of course, that people use where you're actually paying to play. Um, we're not going to get into too many of those on this because I'm really just teaching you how to show up in a way that you can create an audience. The next thing, of course, is that you can meet new customers online, and we're going to be going into the tactics of how you can do that um, throughout this training on another one. So this is part one of a four-part training series, so just know that each week I'll be coming out with a different one if you're here in the beginning. So you will have to keep tuning in to get all the information, but it's so good that I don't think that I could put it all in one training. So that's why I'm breaking it into four, just like I did in my challenge. If you are interested in seeing the videos of me teaching it live, I do have those available and in a funnel. So I will also make that available to you in case you want to be a part of the entire thing where you can see my face and be taught like I'm right there with you. So the next thing about the benefits of building your online presence is that you have that opportunity to inspire people and help them to have a transformation. And you can be there with them every step of the way, supporting them. And so even if it is something that is, let's just say that you have a product or a service that can transform people, but it's not a one and done thing, right? So you can continually be educating and inspiring, motivating, encouraging through your social platforms. And that adds so much more value than just the service or product that you offer. Wouldn't you agree? And we, of course, need to remember that 
Social platforms give us worldwide reach. We no longer have to depend on our inner circle to introduce us to our family and friends. We no longer have to go to networking meeting after networking meeting trying to expand our circle. We don't even have to focus on just the state that we're in or the country that we're in. We can expand worldwide. We can impact people worldwide with what we do and what we have to offer. So even if your product can't be shipped overseas yet, you might want to still be building a business in those places. So if it ever does, you're prepared to get in there and be one of the first people in there. And it's very important for you to remember that this is saving you time. And it's not only saving you time, but it's saving you money in gas and you having to go places and eat lunch out at places and dinner out at places because you're not out in the hustle of the the real world. But one thing that I want you to remember is what I teach is to be authentically you. That's the name of my course. And I don't want you to create a brand that's not relatable to people. I want you to be you and I want it to feel like as impactful as an in-person meeting would feel to them by being you and sharing parts of you. And we're going to be going into all of how you do that. Then I want you to remember that selling takes repetition. And because it takes repetition for people to see things many times over and over and over before they actually buy, or it takes time of repetition of them being around you to build the know, like, and trust. Online gives us that power. These social platforms, we can do that and do and implement the social selling to create that repetition that we need to get people to a yes. And the last benefit that I want to talk to you about about building an online presence and why it's important to take time to do this because it does take some time and a little learning curve. But the reason why you want to do this is because once you learn and you start showing up in different places online, then people have an opportunity to experience you in different ways and the same message in different ways. So I follow Jasmine Starr. I absolutely love her. She's a social media expert. She's amazing. And What she teaches is that she'll do something on Facebook and then a couple of days later she'll do it on Instagram or vice versa. Then she might do a YouTube video about it a week later. And so she uses the same content, but she spreads it out between platforms and people can experience it over and over, creating that repetition and getting them closer to a yes, or it's just creating like that she's doing it in a thoughtful way for each platform. So one of the popular things became to just push information out um, with one button to all the different places, but it's the same information and people started ignoring it is basically what happens. And I've been guilty of that. I still do it sometimes when I'm in a hurry. But what she teaches and her philosophy that I really like is to make it meaningful and fitting for whatever platform you are posting it to. Like YouTube needs to look different than a Facebook Live. Facebook post needs to look different than an Instagram post, etc. Because they are different platforms that function very differently, but it doesn't need to overwhelm you. You can start on just one and we'll be talking about that. So... Now that I've told you all the benefits, I want to tell you what social selling is not. Social selling is not spam ever. And actually what it is, is 95% relationship building and 5% selling. Now, if you're not a relationship person, 
don't worry, I'm going to give you some tactics that you can follow and it will feel genuine to the people and it will allow them to see who you are and what you have to offer and you don't have to be like how I am. I'm a total relationship person. But for all you logical people out there, there are ways for you to do this too in a way that can build know, like, and trust and build relationships around the way you're giving information and how you're showing up consistently and stuff like that. So remember, 95% relationship building, 5% selling. It's not spam. Next is that it's not easy, but I don't want that to intimidate you because the only reason it's not easy is because it takes consistency and persistency. And, you know, only a percentage of the population are that by nature. And the rest of us have to fight ourselves to do it. Plus, we all are battling crazy, busy lives with so much on our plate and to be consistent and persistent it takes a very strong vision and a and a commitment that sometimes we don't currently possess so that's what makes it not easy because it does take that consistency and intention and intention always feels like you're pushing against your natural way of being but it's so worth it and another thing that it's not is it's Your social platforms is not a place to be fake. Like I was saying earlier, you don't want to build some brand that is all perfect and is just a very small reflection of who you are and what you are. You want it to be authentic and feel feel more full. Now, that doesn't mean that you go and share everything, particularly not be a dumper of all your crazy problems, because that can actually make you lose trust with people and people might think you're crazy. And so you have to be careful. There's a balance, but you can choose to share things with people in a way that makes them feel like they know you, but you're still only showing them a small fraction of who you are. So you can keep your privacy, you introverts out there, and you can not feel like you're telling all your stuff, but it gives enough for people to feel like, I can resonate with this person. I like them and I would like to do business with them because we have to remember that people do business with people that they like, not just because you have something great to offer. And then I want you to know that social selling is not all business or all personal. We have to mix it up because People want to see parts of who you are so they can connect with you. And then they also want to... They need to see what you offer. So we can't keep it all personal all the time and not have any business because then we're not utilizing it properly. But if we um, do a good balance of those things, then it can work so well. And so one thing that I teach is brand pillars where you're showing up in a way that your business is a pillar, um, maybe two pillars, because maybe you have a couple of different offerings within what you're doing. But then you have connection points. So maybe it's something that you love to do, like gardening or style or hair or, you know, that you love bugs or animals or something. And so we mix in other things about us. And then the other one of those is always going to be something it's about kind of you behind the scenes, what you're up to, you know, so that they can truly connect with you and your story. And it's certainly not a place for selfish ambition. 
Because here we have an opportunity to serve. And can't you just see right through the people that are just good salespeople and are just there only to get you to say yes and they have zero interest in serving you? I know that I see that and it makes me sick. I can't stand slimy people like that are so self-motivated and they really don't care about connecting in any way um, or they don't care about having a transformation for somebody. That's just me. I mean, maybe you're not as offended as I am about those people, but I want to remind you that this is not a place for self-ambition and you will maybe convince some people, but really what we want to do is use it as a platform to serve, to serve beyond ourselves. Okay. And then the last thing of what social selling is not is it's not about vanity or followers. It's about engaging, inspiring, and creating long-term relationships. So we want to avoid too many pointless selfies or pointless things that are talking about what we're doing and you're not really making any connection points where, you know, in the beginning of social media, it was like it was a place to just brag all the time. And and I think it's totally fine to say something you know, to honor your child if they do something great or to to say you're excited about something that's happened to you and, and let people in on that and let them celebrate with you to, to know, to, you know, when you have birthdays and anniversaries and things. Yes, please still do that. But what I mean is some people just take it to this level of it's a um, who cares kind of a post. And so make sure that it would be something that people would actually care about seeing so that you're not making it all about you and it's not about vanity and it's not about followers because the way the algorithms are set up, you can have 10,000 followers, but it really is about the engagement. Followers mean nothing. It's about who is actually listening, reading, engaging, commenting on your posts, right? And so that's where it's at. That is what makes somebody successful in social selling is when they can get engagement like that. And we'll be talking about how to do that. So now I want to move into what are some of the social selling basics? Well, first of all, and this is on my sheets, if you get them, I'm actually going from them to teach this so you can follow right along, is I'm just going to share the names of the different platforms that you can do social selling on because you may not have considered it. And I'm not going to be going into depth on details on exactly how to do these, but I want you to at least know. And so, of course, we have Facebook. And with Facebook, we can do things on Messenger. We can do things on Facebook Live. We can post on our walls. We can create groups and we can create pages for our businesses that are separate from our personal page. Then we have, of course, Twitter. Twitter is really good for fast information if you're witty. And I love Twitter for people that it's in the moment, like, take a look at this or your opinion on something really fast or to educate something really simply. You could break down what you teach into really simple, tiny sound bites. They now allow video, and so there's a lot of things that you can do on Twitter. It's evolved a lot. And of course, hashtags are still pretty relevant there. And then you have YouTube. YouTube's great because it's a search engine, and the stuff that you put out could be relevant 
four years, five years, 10 years from now, and it can still be making you money. And so YouTube is an incredible platform. And then we have Pinterest. Pinterest is also a search engine and Pinterest has really evolved. The pins that you can do are really different now. And it's really a place that people go not only for information, but they actually, it's the number one place that people go when they're ready to buy and you may not have realized that. So Pinterest is amazing. I've taken some courses in it and I'm trying to get in on that. And then we have Instagram. Of course, Instagram started out very visual and it was where a lot of really pretty people were hanging out and doing really beautiful posts. But now there's a lot of opportunities in stories and the videos and the way that the platform is changing is People really like to see the real more and you don't have to have a super curated feed and beautiful stock photos anymore. And so that's really shifted and changed and hashtags are still huge on there and it's still a way to get into new audiences. So really great platform. And then the new upcomer that you're going to be hearing a lot about is TikTok. I don't have it on this sheet actually, but TikTok is going to be the up and comer. Right now it's just a very young audience. So your audience may not be a big percentage on there, depending on the age that you're looking at. 25 and under, I would say, is what's mostly on TikTok right now, as well as Snapchat. But there are really great ways to utilize those platforms. One reason is because on Snapchat, it has like a 90% open rate. So that's cool. And then um, on TikTok, it's because it's the next new thing that you're going to be seeing. So good one to take a peek at. And then of course there's LinkedIn. And so LinkedIn is used by um, older people, professional people, but LinkedIn is an incredible search, has a search engine built into it as well. It has some really cool things that you can pay $20 a month to be a part of, to search people and to get known. And you can put articles there and you could really become a source of influence and get introduced to a lot of different people and specifically be able to go to people that are tight have titles that you're looking for or industries that you're looking for so LinkedIn is in a fabulous place so that is all the different social selling sites right now that are really in and that we're currently using of course there's always something new coming along and things shift and change but all of them have their own benefits and so what I suggest is for sure pick one And maybe start playing around with a second. If you already have a pretty good presence on one, maybe it's time to branch out into one more. And if you had people to help you or if you had time, if you could have a presence on all of them, then you would just be using that same material in different ways, repurposing it. It would be a huge benefit for you. So let's get into the six basics of social selling. So the six basics are how to build an identifiable personal brand, being authentic, creating a positive online reputation, engagement, how to nurture, and informing slash inspiring. So let's just take a peek into how do you build an identifiable personal brand. The first thing that I want to say, because my ideal client is likely a representative of a bigger company because they're in network marketing, direct sales, real estate agents. So what I want to encourage you to do is to brand yourself apart from the company that you represent and to find a niche and to not just 
it, let's just say that you are with a company that offers many different genres of products. They have cleaning, they have skincare, they have vitamins. If you are always trying to approach with this broad, I have everything you could possibly need approach, you're not going to be heard as much. But if you really took one of those categories and you focused on health, or you focused on beauty, then you could do a lot better at getting people's attention and becoming an expert online. Because otherwise you might confuse people what you actually do. That is not an easy one. I've struggled with it with myself, but it is very necessary. I promise you, all of the people that I can point to that have been successful, highly successful, have niched down because that's what gets attention. The other thing about building an identifiable person, personal brand is you have to make yourself memorable because people are seeing so many things. They want to be able to remember you, identify you, and pick you out of a crowd, if you will. And so that is where you come down to brand colors and brand personality, phrases that they get used to you saying, and defining characteristics about your brand that you stick within showing up in those genres all the time, or showing up in within that personality all the time. And then you want to make sure that you're being very clear and simple with your messaging of the results that you want to be known for. Because people want to know how you can help them, what it is that's in it for them. They're not looking around social just to, you know, watch you brag or anything like that. They are looking for solutions for themselves. They're looking at it through their lens. So make sure that in your brand, you're showing up with solutions and you can get really good at how you help people and the promise of the transformation that you can make in their life. So moving on to the next pillar, which would be being authentic. So make sure that you're letting them see the real you and not a curated version of you that feels fake to other people. People will do this because we are so afraid of letting people see our flaws or our imperfections. So we try to put up this perfect front for people. Some people struggle with this more than others, but things have really shifted and people that are getting the most attention and being the most influential are the people that are really confident and centered in who they are and they're showing up very authentically. They are no longer trying to paint a perfect picture. They are coming out and letting people see that they are a flawed individual, but they're letting them see their heart of that transformation that they want to try to make in the lives of others. And then you want to make sure that this is a big one that I didn't do for a very long time. Back to that perfectionism thing is we need to make sure that we are sharing photos of ourself. Now, remember, there's a balance. We don't want to just be putting random selfies that don't have any text with it, that don't seem to matter to anyone else, where you don't want it ever to be a photo that's like a who cares photo. But when you are saying something encouraging or when you have a point to make, you're telling a story, put a picture of yourself. You could be with your with you and other people. It could be just you. It should be just you sometimes. And those posts actually get more interaction. And people 
you've seen people start to do this. And at first I was very adverse to this because it made me feel like vanity. Like I was trying to be vain by just showing myself. It made me very uncomfortable. And I was also uncomfortable because I just didn't have many good photos of myself. And I felt like, oh, I look heavy or I look old or something. And so I had to start being intentional in getting some good photos of myself. When I looked cute, I need to make sure that I'm taking photos. And that's uncomfortable for me too. Um, But it's important for us to have some good photos to represent our brand. Not to place perfection on it, but just for people to be able to see our face. Because we are the ones that are influencing them to make the decisions to work with us and to buy. So they need to be able to feel like they know you. And if they see you, then they can know you. That's why we don't want to hide behind the corporate brand because the corporate brand doesn't have your face on it. And so you can bring you into the equation by just starting to post pictures of yourself. And the last thing on being authentic is to be willing to share stories of your struggle as well as your triumphs. So we are quick to, you know, talk about a win that we are having. But we are sometimes reluctant to share our struggle, but many times it is through the struggle that we are able to make people relate to us, resonate with us, trust us more because we are willing to be real. And I'm not saying to just go out there and talk about like how you're struggling and you're failing and you're just a mess, but many times it's you share the struggle, maybe point to the fact that you are struggling, but you're working on overcoming it. And these are the things that you're doing or share the struggle in the vein of I was struggling and this is what I've done now to get past that. And so now you're sharing the struggle and the triumph at the same time. And that's what works best. Now we get into creating a positive online reputation. This is so important because we have to remember that everything that we're posting on our social channels are building up a feeling about us in the hearts and minds of other people. And that is our reputation. So we have to make sure that we're showing up offering valuable information. And that is how you become known as an expert in whatever genre or field that you are in. And it's important for you to offer value, not just information. So I like to say that you don't only want to inform them, you want to inspire them. So the way that you can do that is through stories, through testimonies, through the struggles and sharing how there was a struggle and then this solved it, things like that. Again, it's kind of all stories, really. That is one great way for you to build a great online um, reputation and offer value is through stories. And great information that's relevant. So don't only just tell them about maybe a product or service, but how it can impact their lives, how it can transform them, the benefits to them. The reason why we talk so much about value um, for people like me that teach on these things is because people used to just post and I used to do it too. Like I have a sale. There's a great sale. Don't miss out on the sale. And the thing is, people don't really care about getting it as a dis- at a discount as much as they care about why they would even want to buy it in the first place. So that's your job to inform them and create that reputation as somebody that can be trusted to inform and inspire them about your particular genre. All right, so make yourself trustworthy and memorable by being consistent. So people will definitely remember you and remember what it is that you are relating to yourself, what reputation that you're building. And 
that consistency is going to make them feel more trustworthy. It's like putting an open sign on your door every time you show up. And so many of us that just pop in every once in a while to talk about a sale or inform about a new product, people aren't going to be paying attention as much as if you're in there all the time, every day. It just gives them a sense of like, this person's really serious. This person can be counted on. This person is my go-to person for whatever it is that you do. And you want them to have that feeling about you. That's a good reputation. And then, of course, that's the kind of reputation that makes them refer their friends as well. And, of course, creating valuable content will help your customers find you and continue to follow you. They have a reason to keep coming back and to keep taking a look at what it is that you're doing. Even if they're not buying today, they might be paying attention and you don't even know it. And so you need to make sure that you're showing up so that they have something to follow. That if they remember that, oh yeah, I have this need and this person can fill it, you're the one that can fill it. When they go to your page, they need to be able to easily be able to contact you and to to either that or to send the information to somebody else. So think about that on your social channels. Are you easily contactable and can they easily get the information that they need? All right, we have three more and the next one is engage. So you want to use your social platforms to have conversations. And again, this is in the beginning, it was like a talk at you kind of a platform. But now the way the algorithms have changed, they've done that on purpose because they don't want a talk at you atmosphere. They want it to be an engaging and a place where conversations are happening. They want you on those platforms as long as possible. So we need to make sure that we are engaging in conversations on social in other people's conversations and engaging people to have conversations with us. So even when you're posting those informative posts, ask an engaging question because that is what is going to get the conversation started. The way that you can also engage is by seeking out your ideal customers in other groups and creating conversations inside of groups and creating know, like, and trust with people so that you can then become friends with them or just create trust between people and get to know people that way. I've, I've gotten to know so many people online that I consider friends, even though I've never met them in person. And then this is a great tip for you to go onto your company's platform and engage with the customers there because a lot of people will come across it without even having somebody to guide them and you can become their guide and answer questions and so into them and it might benefit you. It might become a recruit. It might end up being a customer. And we all know that one person can lead you to a lot more. So that's a really good idea too. The last thing on engaging is make sure that you're responding to people who engage with you. So when you post something and people comment, comment back. Take the time to comment back. Don't just like or love their post. Try to say something and try to make it more than a one word something. Don't just say thanks. Don't just do a smiley face. Try to make it a phrase um, where it makes it feel like you are having a conversation with them, that you're not just aloof in the way that you are posting. And sometimes when we become leaders in an industry, we can get a little aloof and we want to make sure not to make our people feel that way because eventually they will stop following you if they feel like they're being blown off and that you don't care about them, that they're not being seen and heard. So make sure you're replying to every single comment and acknowledging people. If people are giving you some love on your posts all the time, go to their page every once in a while and give them some love too. It's just a normal 
how do you treat another human thing? But sometimes because it's on social platforms, we, we act differently. So I want to encourage you with that. And so the next one is about nurturing. How do you nurture people online? You use your social as a way to connect and build trust with your new contacts. So let's say you have a new customer and a lot of times you sell to that new customer and they might be just enjoying their products or an ongoing service that you have, but you're not really having a, a in-between connecting with them, making sure they're happy, making sure they don't have any questions, continuing to inform them and inspire them about your product or service. So definitely make sure that you have ways and using your social to nurture your people and stay in touch with all of your current customers as well as when you get in those new customers, really making them feel welcome and just start supporting them through your online platforms. And you can do this through Messenger with the voice things. You could so quickly send a voice to people, which is so great and feels so personal. And it really does save you time. And you can do this through live videos and coming on live and allowing people to interact with you and ask questions. You can do it through um just DMs, just by writing people and asking them if they need anything, um, letting them know that you're here to support them. And it's just that way to build the relationships. Again, you're not in person with them, but this can be a much more effective way for you to be able to reach out to them. And now that people don't really answer their phones, then this is a great way to give ongoing support to people without having to make a lot of phone calls. All right, the very last thing that I have for you is all about informing and inspiring. So the way to inform and inspire is to do things like share customer testimonials. Every time somebody has something great to say about your product or service, try to capture it in a testimony, turn it into a picture with a quote or a video and or a screen capture of them writing something to you. Either if it was a handwritten note, you could take a picture or you could just screen capture something that somebody commented or texted you and you can share it on your stories and on your social platforms and it's social proof. It informs and inspires future customers as well as current customers. Um, share personal stories, your personal stories, other people's personal stories. Stories are incredible. We'll talk more about that. And you can also then be inspiring and informing them about the results that they can expect through these testimonies and stories that you are sharing. You want to make sure that whenever your company puts out great social media for you that might have great information that you want to make sure that you share. But what I recommend is don't ever just share it without putting something personal from you on it. So this even goes to your company newsletters. If your company has a great newsletter, then you may want to like try to make it personal somehow. Either you are taking parts of that information and they're getting the newsletter and you're taking parts of that information and once a week throughout the month, you send a little email highlighting those little parts of the newsletter, but it's personal and maybe you add a personal story or a testimony or an experience. Yes, it's going to take a little bit more time, but I can tell you that those newsletters don't usually have any impact on people because they aren't reading them because it's not personalized. So that is a way to get people in the habit, even in the beginning, if they're a beginning customer for you to start, you know, emailing them or sending them messages saying, hey, check out this in the newsletter. It's really awesome. And then that will really work much better for you. 
and any other just artwork or anything that you share from the company, try to make it as personal as you possibly can. Um, or use it as an inspiration and make your own with your own picture, with your own product. Just it doesn't have to look professional as theirs does, but it's going to get more attention if they see you on there. So the rule of the game for informing and inspiring and what you'll want to do is you will want to post five to seven times a week on social channels. It might be that you just post three times on Facebook, two times on Instagram. You're kind of mixing it up a little bit. It might be that you're posting five or seven times on just one platform. It might be that you are doing a combination of different platforms, but five to seven posts. And again, you can reuse the material. So you might just create one post that you use in different ways, repurposing it on different platforms. You really should be offering some kind of weekly content. I already gave you the idea. If they do a newsletter, you could just send emails breaking down and pointing out parts of that newsletter and personalizing it a little bit. Or I put out a a weekly podcast and that is how I try to create that weekly content. Some people do blogging. It could be a weekly live that you do. There's so many, a a weekly YouTube video. There's so many different ways for us to do this now. There's no excuse not to be tapping into that. And that's a way that you are staying present You're continuing to build your reputation. You're showing them that you're there to support them and you can continue to create conversations when you're not working. And basically what you're doing is you're helping them to come to a yes. You're building know, like, and trust. You're building their knowledge about what it is that you offer. You're making offers to make a difference in their lives and help create a transformation and to take away pain points in their lives. And that is what social selling is all about. That is how you are going to multiply your business. You are going to compound all of your efforts by doubling down on what you're doing on your social platforms and doing it in a way that's effective. So I hope that you got something out of this today. Make sure that you download the worksheet so that you could answer the mentoring questions and put things to use for yourself. I ask you questions like, really helping you to identify your niche, really helping you to take a look at what you have going on right now and make a plan of how you're going to show up. So I got your back. I am supporting you the best way that I know how. I want your success. I want you to prosper in all ways. Thank you so much for listening. Shine bright and make a difference and come back here next week for part two. And we are going to be discussing... Some simple and spam-free social selling tactics. I promise you, you're going to love it and get that worksheet now, print it or use it, or at least get the online fillable version. And I am so honored to be serving you on the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. Thank you so much. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you would consider sharing it with a friend or leave me a review so that other people know that we have good stuff here, I would so appreciate it. And I'll make sure that you get a shout out.